everybody. Hey. Hey. Hi. Guess what day it is? Friday. America. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I don't know. It's America Day. It's America Chris Day. Chris looks like America. I do. I got my, You're my very flag. patriotic, yeah. Yeah, He's my got red a... pants. Oh, are they red? They are red. I couldn't tell if that was just the. You know, our flag is red, white, and blue. I'm aware. <laughs> I couldn't tell if your because last week your pants looked red too, even though they weren't red because of the lighting. Oh. Hmm. So, but those are actually red. They are so he's red. got white hmm. shoes on, red pants, and a flag shirt. Wow. You're dressed up <laughs> as the flag. I am. <laughs> this is my patriotic work. Have you ever heard the phrase? Um, <laughs> Less is more, Chris. <laughs> no. Like, next I time you know. stand up, can you just kind of wave back and forth like <laughs> blowing in the wind? Like that? Like you could have just done like normal pants. You didn't have to wear red pants. I yeah. wanted the whole effect. Mm. <laughs> Supporting my country. Or a red jacket. Oh, it's hot outside. Oh, yeah. But it's not even the fourth yet. Red jacket, jacket, green jacket. Well, yeah, but Who we're not going to, but nobody's going to see him on the actual fourth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so who's who's going to know he has this outfit? That's true. I don't know. I'm saving my Bill Anyways. Murray tea for... I have a oh. Bill Murray America tea. Nice. Last year, we talked about um, Fourth of July movies. Yeah, patriotic movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That was fun. It yeah. was. Or, or, yeah. We're not doing that this year. So but go if back you, a year from now. If you now. want to listen to that, <laughs> <laughs> then go back a year from now. Um, but we do have lots to talk about. Um, do we? Yeah. We that involve quite a bit. America movies. Quite a bit. Lots of different subjects. Lots of different things came out this week. So mm-hmm. um, let's talk about stuff. Okay. Let's yeah. talk about stuff, baby. I was about to let's do that. Let's talk about movies. You, movies. <laughs> <laughs> Casting news, a um, c- couple big things in casting, perhaps, um, but first and foremost, it sounds like this Little Mermaid movie is going to be made, and Melissa McCarthy may be playing Ursula. It'd be pretty cool. That's cool. Be on board with that. I, Seems like a pretty easy choice. Like yeah. a, you know, I mean, it's star power, you know. Yeah. Well, would you rather have someone who's not I just don't know. Does power? she sing? I'm sure she, she can, can do anything. Sing. I think uh, it, yeah, I think it'd have been cool to get like a Broadway star or something. But yeah, uh, what's the lady from that one movie, the uh, Hugh Jackman movie? Oh yeah, the what? I don't know her name. She would have been good. The what bearded was the greatest lady. showman. Oh, the bearded lady in the greatest. Oh showman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, the girl that played what's her name, Miranda Bailey on Grey's Anatomy. She's a Broadway star. I don't know who that is. I don't watch Crazy. Who's the woman? At, this is terrible, but who's the woman at the end of uh, Beauty and the Beast who has a really high-pitched voice? I have no idea. <sighs> She's a huge Broadway star. Why don't you just cool. get Kristen Chenoweth then? <laughs> Play Ursula. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd just like to see somebody different. Yeah, I would have appreciated an out-of-the-box choice or a, like a surprise, whatever. I mean, I think that's a surprise. Um, well, it's a su- it's a, I guess it's a surprise, yeah, sure, but I don't safe. know. Like, Yeah, but it's like a safe choice like hey melissa mccarthy is a larger lady who's famous mm-hmm. i mean but i love her so I, I do she's too. not even that like large no she's she's like yeah i mean they're not gonna uh yeah i don't know they also have jacob tremblay as flounder i'm, like, I'm saying not that like, you yeah. need to be like a certain weight to play that role but like i get why they want her to look kind of like ursula I mean, did in the movie but robert um, pattinson is pretty skinny and he's playing batman well, he's gonna get jacked up for that well though. maybe melissa mccarthy will get bigger I, I mean you don't have to weigh a certain thing to play ursula but like ursula obviously like had some pounds on in the cartoon so like, yeah like why they well, want somebody that kind my, of resembles that but mm-hmm. like i don't know my first thought really is that it's pro- it might end up 
like are they is she going to steer into the more comedic then is Ursula going to yeah. be less you funny. know less intimidating mm-hmm. more funny or whatever but like yeah. Lizzo should play that role she was she the I, one that tweeted out that she should and was no gonna that was like, for Hercules I just heard no 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 she was in an Ursula whoever this was was in an Ursula like she painted her body purple and oh. um was like you know she was like this was terrible casting and I don't know. I think yeah. it was Lizzo. You know, uh, I never really heard of Lizzo. And then last night for the first time, I kid you not, I listened to that album, her mm-hmm. new one. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yeah. Well, she I had never heard of her. Amazing. Last week or whatever, Sarah was talking about her. And then now she, I just was reading because she wants to be Ursula. And I'm like, who, where did this lady Who's come Lizzo? from? She's big time. Cause I love you that. Oh, oh man. Song of the year. Yeah. She's pretty awesome. This is not a mu- music podcast, but. <clears throat> it's amazing but jacob tremblay i would not want to playing... listen to your music podcast oh man no oh my god that would be the worst podcast ever that's nice <laughs> it would um jacob tremblay is gonna be, be flounder who else Cute. who else were they um aquafina, aquafina scuttle, scuttle. Mm. they haven't said who are which was uh, yet scuttle was not a woman in the cartoon the voice i forgot who mm. it was to play the voice it's but. just weird that like we didn't know if this movie was happening, and now yeah. it's happening, and they have casts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know Zendaya was rumored for a long time for, for Ariel, Ariel, but it was never yeah. confirmed. That would be and, good. And then people have been seeing her around promoting Spider-Man with red hair, and so, but she's also playing MJ. Zendaya, so, Zendaya, wasn't she in The Greatest Showman? Mm-hmm. Opposite Zac Efron. Oh, right. It was Lizzo. She said, I'm Ursula, period. Yeah. <laughs> and she dressed up like her. Yeah, she is. I'm a very busy woman and I haven't got all day. It won't cost much. Just your voice. Yep. Should have cast her. Yeah. So why she was just like pleading to do like She put it on Instagram, she dressed up, she said, I'm Ursula period. Yeah. (laughs) But also like I want, I'm curious if she auditioned or reached out, or is this more like, wait, they 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 cast Melissa McCarthy and didn't reach out to me? Yeah, she'd have been good. Uh, Yeah, she probably would have been fine. Um, yeah, well, so that'll be good, I guess. Little Mermaid. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Another <laughs> Disney movie. I like Aquafina. She's movie. everywhere. Another Disney remake. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Ready? Okay. What is this like cheerleading thing we got going on? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if either. I like it. I don't either. <laughs> I just can't stop. I can't stop. Um, Elvis. Baz Luhrmann is making an Elvis biopic. Who? Biopic. Baz Luhrmann. Who's that? Moulin he did Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Romeo oh. plus Juliet. And Great oh, Gatsby. So like a movie 20 years ago? Good for and him. And Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. The, also, well, okay, Moulin Rouge is good. Great Gatsby was awful. You really don't know who he is? Great, Zach, Great no. Gatsby's okay. Is that the last movie he did? Because that was 15 years ago, pretty much. No, didn't he do it? He did the Netflix show, right? With, uh, with, uh, yeah. With, no. J- with Jaden Smith. To, Wasn't to, it, was to, it Jaden Smith in that? I'll look, I'll look it up. <laughs> I mean, with Jaden Smith. He's a very famous so Australian director, Christopher. <laughs> oh, well. You know how I feel about people who haven't done good things this in is, 10 years. This is one of these moments where you need to be kicked off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but in this big boom of uh, music biopics, here we go. Um, what, is the, what is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's going to do Elvis Presley. Um, and he has like a really interesting, like weird kind of style. Like if you've seen Moulin Rouge or Great Gatsby, like just the way he... His take on musicals is kind of interesting and different. The Get Down. That's the Netflix show I did. So. The Get Down. Oh, that sounds amazing. 
I heard it was okay. It just didn't, but it got canceled. <laughs> Anyways. The best thing about The Great Gatsby was the soundtrack. That's the only did, good thing I actually about did not like the, I didn't like the soundtrack. I didn't what? Think, you know how sometimes period pieces throw in like modern music and it works? Mm-hmm. I did not think it, did it not worked work. in the I like the music, not with the movie. Well, yeah, because like it's just music. popular music. Oh. Jay-Z. What do you have against Jay-Z now? I don't like Jay-Z. Oh. Do I look like somebody who listens <laughs> to Jay-Z? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um... Well, anyways, it, I don't know. He's casting it, and he's trying to find Elvis. his Elvis Presley. Apparently, Miles Teller is like gunning for it because it's. You said it was his dream role. Justin. Yeah, he was on Fallon, I think, recently to promote Too, Too Old to Die Young, and was like Elvis. He's like, that's like my dream role because supposedly that's why Nicholas Winding Refn cast him was because he seemed like a young Elvis. Mm-hmm. Um, Ansel Egort is also. Yeah. Um, I like him. Like one of the four people, and Harry Styles. Yeah. Who. Did okay in Dunkirk. I like Harry Styles. I don't. Yeah, I, I can think, see him playing. I think Elvis. Miles Teller would be great, but he's also kind of a douche. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, so I don't know. If he does just, look the most like Elvis. Also, yeah. I saw like Aaron Taylor Johnson was up for, it. and then there was another dude that I didn't recognize. I don't know who he is. I kind of like Ansel because in Baby Driver he had like <laughs> he has very mm-hmm. much. He's very, very Elvisy. Yeah, he's yeah. Very personality. So. Yeah, I'm sure Miles Teller will be good because I think the guy is talented. He looks it's just like that, him like, too. Well, like, as we've talked about a lot lately because yeah. of this stupid show. Why do we that, think he looks? Why do we think he's douchey? Has he, he was, done anything douchey before? Yeah, you saw. Oh yeah, yeah. Something. There's an interview he did for I forgot who it was. It was Esquire, or Vanity Fair, or whatever, and he was just such a tool. <laughs> So we have proof. Yes. Man, I love Whiplash, though. <laughs> Whiplash I love him is so good. Whiplash. I always liked him. Well, I just kind of feel like some actors, when they're starting to blow up, there's a reason why things mm-hmm. don't happen for them. And Well, I thought he got, like, arrested, too. I don't know. That was, and then it was, like, supposedly... Shia, mis- right? No, I thought... I don't know. I get them I'm going to look it up. I don't know. I get their arrest records confused. <laughs> Not that I know I that thought, Miles Teller's ever been arrested, I thought that but. he did, and then it was like a misunderstanding. I don't know. Like he was like a jerk to the cop. Um, hmm. I don't okay. know. Okay, arrested. For public... Okay, public intoxication in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like we've never been drunk in public before. Let's see. He took to Twitter to offer his own account of the arrest. Um... Hmm. He went down to see his buddy. He was arrested. I was detained because there's no evidence to charge me with a crime. Don't believe everything you read, especially from third-party entertainment news source. Trying to get clicks. Appreciate the concern. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, he struggled to stand. This is when he was doing War Dogs. Oh well. I mean, if you're drunk, then hey, I don't know. I've been fun. drunk Whatever. in public before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he he does look a lot like a young Elvis, though. Yeah, I think he'd probably be good at it. And, you know, like we're just getting so many of these like music, musical yeah. biopics mm-hmm. that like I I think it's cool that they're doing Elvis. That was one of my choices when we talked about that subject a couple yeah. weeks ago. So but how long is this going to last? Like are until they, they start see, failing, man, I don't know. go to uh, I like it. Mick Jagger I, I think entertaining. Or, like I like how they have had several different directors doing like their very like various takes because like Rockman was really different from Bohemian Rhapsody and like I'm sure whatever Boz does is going to be in his own like crazy weird mm-hmm. style. So like I, which I, is strange. Know, I just think it's kind of cool, right? Which is a strange choice for Elvis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe but he'll we'll see. maybe maybe he'll play it safe though. Who knows? Maybe, but uh, yeah, I, don't know. I mean Elvis is cool. I like Elvis. I'll be curious to see what kind of like if it takes if it's, is it his whole life? Is mm-hmm. it just when he's starting out? You know. Well, Tom it? Hanks is in it, 
and he's playing his manager. Well, now I'm on board. <laughs> so I don't think it can be bad. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, he plays the colonel dude with, I don't know. It's like that him. thing, you, they should have got the director for that thing you do. It was Tom Hanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They did get him. He's wow. playing in it. I, I still, I think that my vote is for, for Ansel. Ansel, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I don't know. I just want to know that Miles Tellers is a good person before I give him my. <laughs> I, I mean, I my up. people are allowed to be a holes. I know. And talented and it's fine. I don't know. There's lots in Hollywood, I'm sure, that are a holes, but they're oh, really yeah. good. But we Some don't people know deserve if he it. is. We're just assuming that because he has an a hole face. He does. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a whole interview. If you read it, you'll you'll get it. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll look for that. Because the the interviewer actually even calls him out for his sort of like. Oh. behavior mm. okay no, well, fine speaking of a-holes and i want ansel <laughs> what our next topic is <laughs> that would have been funny if it was a jerk well what's the it, next topic it's a it's movies that it's a hashtag movies we didn't ask for <laughs> white chicks oh <laughs> oh man i love white chicks i know we know <laughs> that i th- that's gonna work you and people so? are gonna go see it i yes. don't know i feel like i know that it has an audience but like and We're everyone? getting another white chicks, everybody, for those who we didn't really yes. Well, by. white I, chicks, you know, too. I mean, <laughs> Terry Crews just is like, it's happening, but that's not, I mean, is there a studio? Does a studio say it's happening, or is it just that the Wayans dudes wrote a script? No, they also I mean, said it was happening. One of yeah. the Wayans is. The Wayans is. <laughs> who, yeah. Although, they tried to do that with Super Troopers, and it didn't work. Right. So... I don't know. White, white chicks, like, did, was a little bigger, I think, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, I would totally go see it and be totally fine with it yeah. because I, I, I do miss when the Wayans were good, like doing Wayans's stuff. Yeah. Wayans's is, <laughs> you know, in their heyday, like the late yeah. 90s, early 2000s. But I don't know, man. I just, uh, I don't think I want, I don't think I need a white chicks too. I mean, I need one. I will be curious to see how it just addresses things in general today because obviously times have changed in the last mm-hmm. however many years it's been. So. You know, with the Me Too movement or just any of that kind of stuff. I just really want, like, some really good lines. Like, hold my poodle. (laughs) 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 I guess I have not seen White Chicks. Oh, my gosh. I I love it. I've definitely seen it. We were really into it when it came out. I don't remember it. I remember rewatching it. It was playing at parties and stuff that I went to, but I do not remember it. I can do a laugh of actually my. mother-in-law mm-hmm. and siblings and all them like for me to do the white do you want me to do it yeah okay <laughs> it's pretty That's good their laugh. i don't <laughs> yeah. i remember rewatching it a few years ago and i didn't think it held up for me but so i'm just like what do you we know we don't need not, not much necessarily <laughs> it's a good movie it's a good guilty pleasure movie it's kind of like the movie End of the Blue. I feel like it's one of those things where like they're holding on to some movie that was popular 20 years ago just to like make another mm-hmm. one and you know try Isn't to Isn't that what we're all doing in this day and age where we're just revamping everything? Well, yeah, some it's, people it's a very just, Hollywood thing. To somebody do. P- people quietly just go away and accept <laughs> the fact that <laughs> do I, their like, movies made in the 90s aren't going to necessarily be good again. Do we need another White Chicks? No. Do we need half the stuff that we are coming out that's with? That's very true. No. But, but that's if why we're I don't gonna, want half If we're the going stuff. to do it, then you might as well do what another white chicks. I mean, it, I man, know. as long as it's funny. Out of all those stupid movies mm-hmm. that you could do, white chicks would be the one that mm-hmm. I would say do a sequel to. It's also just because the Wayanses haven't been doing anything for a few years that it does feel more like a, hey, how can we 
you know, get, let, get let's, back in the scene. Yeah, let's let's bring back this old thing yeah. that was popular. I just and, feel like it'd be like if Eddie Murphy, like next year, was like, "I'm gonna do more Nutty Professor." Yeah. <laughs> right. They've already done like fifteen of those. We're though. good. <sighs> We're good. Don't need it. How no, many thank, of those? No, did he do? thank you. He only did two Nutty oh. Professors. Did they have other ones, or was that it? Well, it's based on, uh, you know, it's based on like a Jerry. Was it, is it Jerry Lewis mm-hmm. film? Oh. Yeah, the original Nutty Professor. Mm-hmm. But then there was like clump stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. There were only two. Because the sequel was, I don't remember what it was called, I but yeah, there was more. Mm-mm. Norbit. That's what I get. Confused oh with. yeah, Norbit. Yeah, he just did. A, he just did other movies where yeah. That was Stupid. a fun one to watch in college because it was so bad. Oh, it's so bad. So bad. But I kind of like it <laughs> in a bad way. Well, okay, but they remade Jumanji. Yes. And well, I that's more like a sequel. Liked it a lot, and yeah. now we're getting a sequel to it, yeah. and it looks hilarious. Oh my gosh, so it does fun. look really great. I watched that dumb remake of jumanji the with the rock mm-hmm. and all, like several times uh-huh. now oh it's like I, every time it's on i'm like oh yeah jumanji I i'm like dying to watch it again like, watch it. after yeah. watching that trailer i i was so seen surprised it three and a half times yeah i was very and i was very much in the oh my gosh this is gonna be terrible mm-hmm. camp and then thought that it was great yeah really great i don't they just i mean they they kept the nostalgia of the yeah. first one because mm-hmm. it was right. fun it was a cool because it's on not it. like a remake remake i mean mm-hmm. it's they they pay homage to the original, right. you know, like they're in the jungle that Robin Williams Alan was Parrish. in. You yeah, know? yeah. And but um, you know what I think the key was? It wasn't Dwayne Johnson, it wasn't Kevin Hart or Jack Black. It was Nick Jonas. What? That's what really made the movie. <gasps> what was Nick Jonas? Nick Jonas was in Jumanji. I know you said he it, said that he. You said that's it what was made Nick the movie. Jo- oh, yeah, okay. that's what made the movie. I uh, thought it was Jack Black and Karen Gillan. No, I know, but. Um, well, and Bobby kind of always in it. There's a lot of good people in it. And uh, Nick I thought Jonas it was Kevin Hart and Jack Black. Really? I think Jack Black is like the shining oh, star yeah. of him. He was definitely. Which is so, sort of my one small disappointment with the sequel based on the trailer, which is like, it's like a good and a bad thing because I think it's really smart that they've switched, switched it up mm-hmm. and people are in different bodies and they brought in Danny DeVito and Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. So like The Rock doing Danny DeVito Danny is hilarious. Yeah. The fa- He does the face yeah, and it was- gets me every time. <laughs> I've watched the trailer three times and it gets me every time. What is Jumanji? Is that Barbara's boy? Is that Barbara's boy? Yeah, it's it's really funny. But, but I love... Kevin Hart going... It, I don't want to be. I don't want to be it. I don't be it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a really good Danny Glover. Great. But I think that like Jack Black as Bethany in the first movie was, was so, so fantastic. Good. So, like, hey, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. So it, that that little switch up is it's a little disappointing, but I get it. It's you know I know yeah. I see what they're trying to do. Yeah, Jack Black as like a teenage girl was absolutely was hysterical. It was, it was it was incredible. I hope it's just, it's it's funny, but yeah, I think maybe this time it'll be Kevin Hart and The Rock like uh-huh. having their moments. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll be really funny too. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what it was. They were like, "Hey, Jack Black was too funny. Yeah, <laughs> let us be funny." <laughs> I still think he could be in this I one, know. but yeah, I'm sure I, he, I'm sure he will. I, I, I was really I looking forward to more Bethany scenes with Jack Black. I just it's been a while since I've seen a movie that was better in different ways like it better for this time yeah so Mm -hmm. i don't know i i hate to say like oh i like it better i've probably watched this new one well i watched the the old one sure sure sure. but But i I get it it's it's, it's different we had a whole episode about like sequels and stuff that Mm -hmm. came many many years later and how 
it seems rare that those work. Yeah. And this Jumanji was one that did, where it was at least equal to the original. Mm-hmm. When the original is not great, a lot of it for us, anyways, is that we were kids. So there's yeah. nostalgia, but this one was a legitimately fun movie. Yeah. Really, really good. Just, I mean, it's just really, really great casting choices. I Absolutely. Mean, to stick all of them together, like, and they all were funny, mm-hmm. but they were also funny together. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward and to And Aquafina's in this too. She's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is everywhere, and she's got like her own. I can't remember the name of it, but she, like she goes to China. The farewell. Yeah, it looks really good. Looks that was really good. I think it was at Sundance, and it got rave mm-hmm. reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so she'll be also one. be in that. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's come out yet or if it is coming out. I don't think it's out yet, but I think it's soon, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But I keep it looks tra- every time I go to a movie, you see a trailer for it. Yeah, so. it looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, good for yeah. Aquafina. We also got another uh, movie trailer that I'm super excited about. I've been like thinking about this movie for like a year now, and finally we got the Ryan Johnson movie, Knives Out, um, and that looks really fun. It's also got a great cast, yeah. so yeah. it's stacked. I just love it because he's like, you know, he started writing this a couple years ago, I think, and it's like a totally original idea. Um, it's a murder mystery, but um, Christopher Plummer plays a uh, kind of like Stephen King-esque um, murder mystery writer. And he, like, dies on his birthday, I guess. And then all of his family members, like, are in town. and They're all suspects. Under, mm-hmm. yeah, suspicion. So really cool cast. So Daniel Craig yeah. is in it. He plays an FBI agent. Lakeith Stanfield is in it. Plays a, a police officer who's also, like, investigating the case. And then the family members. Are, yeah, they're partners, Daniel Craig and Lakeith. Mm-hmm. I think he's a police officer and one's the FBI agent. He says, this is my partner. Okay. So either either way. Well, Keith and yeah. the other guy are, are police officers investigating, and Daniel Clark plays an FBI agent. Mm. Um, and then Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and... Um, Tony Collette, Tony Collette Michael Shannon, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah. They all play kind of this kooky, crazy camp. Kooky, crazy family. Yeah, so. I'm so excited. Tony Collette, Oops, Michael Shannon. Really like good. Movie together. Dysfunctional family, yeah. murder mystery. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's like Clue. It looks- yeah, it looks a lot well, like yeah. Clue. Yeah. Looks kind of like Murder on the Orient Express a little bit, mm-hmm. too, but mm-hmm. in a house. Yeah. Um, I heard that movie was bad. Did you ever watch that? It, yeah. I heard it was okay. It was okay. No. It wasn't terrible. But I'm, was we fine. also just had the Adam Sandler murder, murder mystery movie, yeah. so here's this big boom of murder yeah. mysteries. Right. Yeah, we are getting a boom of those. First goes one, then goes yeah. ten more. Neil Patrick Harris wants to do an all-improv one that he's writing and directing, like a, a whole improvised murder mystery movie. Oh. So this is how, it's how a do thing. You, how do you write and direct that right. if it's supposed to be improv? <laughs> well, you can you you can you write movie. You can still write movies and shows that are improvised because you have to set up the scene. You write the scene and all the dialogue is improvised and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they would improvise like, oh, this person's the murderer. But I I assume that's planned out. It's like yeah, you know, it's like it's always you're sunny, talking to outline. the queen of improv over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's you you would just write an outline of where you want yeah. it to go, and then all the lines are, but. But this one looks like I'm a huge Ryan Johnson fan, mm-hmm. and so I'm pretty excited. Plus, it's nice coming off of him coming off of Star Wars, this huge movie, kind yeah. of doing a smaller ish thing, is exciting. I'm just glad that like Joseph Gordon Levitt Levitt isn't in this movie with like bad eyebrows and makeup. Mm-hmm. He might be. In it. You don't know. That was terrible decision. What? And Looper. What? When he looked like Bruce Willis, and he looked nothing like Bruce Willis. We oh, yeah, yeah. This. No, yeah, the makeup wasn't necessary. Yeah. His performance so hope, was good, though. I hope he has a different makeup person for this movie. If he's in it. No, just like in general. I oh, hope Ryan, like you hope Ryan Johnson has a different yes. makeup guy. Gotcha. I don't think he's trying to make anybody look like anybody yeah. else. <laughs> That's true. 
Um, I hope Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays. He's been a kid. He's been in every Ryan Johnson. Movie. Where has he been, by the way? Joseph doing Gordon-Levitt his, doing his hit record thing, probably. His hit. He's a songwriter now. No, it's like a. It's like a. Well, it's a community a, 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 of an creatives. Yeah. What? It's, what a commu- is this? it's a community of creatives, and like basically, like I don't know. He just like encourages people to write and do voiceovers and draw mm-hmm. and yeah. make oh. films and make shorts and. Well, that's cool. He's got movies coming yeah. out. Like, don't don't like, worry. I keep like a check. I was going to say. <laughs> he'll put a script online that somebody wrote and I'll be like, okay, who wants to make this in a short? We need, yeah. uh, we need an animator. We need, a, okay. you know, like, and everybody just kind of collaborates on mm-hmm. like projects. So yeah. I used to uh, cool. do that with Michael Fassbender. Look at his IMDb page every <laughs> like couple months. See what he's up just to. Just see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph Gwynlevis got some stuff coming. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I hope he pops up in this movie in a fun cameo like at the other Ryan Johnson movies. But I just like that it's like original and not a remake of something. Although he does have Noah Segan in it, who's been in every Ryan Johnson movie also, and it looks like it'll be a big part. So that's cool. Hmm. And one of the main kids from It. Mm -hmm. And the girl, Anna, Mm -hmm. what's her name from... Um, Blade Runner. Yeah, wow. Anna, the robot. Armas or whatever. Yes, she was the robot girlfriend. Yeah, there's so many people. It just looks fun. I like seeing Chris Evans do something like mm-hmm. fun. I mean, he mm-hmm. obviously has funny moments as Captain America, but he's a very straight. He's the straight guy as yeah. Captain America. So to see him in this, kind it's of like role a is fun. like weird royal Tenenbaums family. Yeah, like in a murderous mur- in a murderous like, Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Kind of cool. Check that out. Um, so speaking of original cool movies, Chris, you saw Midsummer. I did, yes. Or Midsummer. I we still can't get it right. Some people say Midsummer. Well, you said the, the director, director said Midsommar. Midsommar. So let's the go. Director did? The director no, did well, it in interviews, well, but then everybody keeps calling said. it Midsummer. Well, I think what the director said. Yeah. Is what I mean, that's what I thought. If but the then even like saying Midsommar, then yeah. we got to call it that. But then I don't understand. In the movie, they said Midsummer. So well, I, I mean, they're talking about a time. Right? And he's talking about the title of a movie. Yes. So I think the title of the movie is probably Midsommar, if he's saying it that way. And they're talking about a midsummer festival. Yes. I hope I got that right, or else I just screwed up this whole podcast. Ruined it. Lost all credibility. (laughs) Let's just say what you want to say. It's okay if we're wrong. Uh, Yeah, so I'll I'll say Midsommar. Midsommar. It's spelled (laughs) Somar. Jeez. Uh, no, it was really, uh, really bizarre uh, in a really cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically, you know, the trailer did a little trickery and made it seem, I think, a little scarier than uh, than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking by the images that we see in the trailer, it was going to be, oh, my gosh, this is so gory. This is maybe half of what they're going to show. Um, but it really, for me, as a horror fan, it wasn't... Um, incredibly, it was more psychological, psychologically scary. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't, I mean, anything that was just, uh, out of the ordinary for what I thought. I thought that maybe there'd be like some big massive twist and everything. I mean, it was a pretty straightforward film. These, um, people go to this festival in Sweden and uh, the main actress that I can never get her name Florence right. Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. How she uh, she went through like a big tragedy in her family at the very beginning of the movie. And so uh, she just kind of like wants to 
get away uh, with it was I think it's supposed to be a, like a guy's trip, but then she tags along with these guys and her boyfriend, and then it's kind of that typical mm-hmm. uh, formula. Girlfriend one hundred and one mistake, right? But then she uh, it, it, it so they go to this festival, uh, and it's basically like a cult, mm-hmm. um, a pagan pagan cult uh, that's there. That uh, you know they're they're kind of all about peace and mm-hmm. relaxing but then all this weird stuff is going on and they I was going to say that doesn't sound so scary no so it's really not, I mean and then weird stuff starts happening sure. and uh, and and it does get a little gory at times um, but for the I mean the movie the, the story for me if you look at it as a horror movie then you're like oh okay it's kind of that same formula mm-hmm. but the director it's interesting because he said that he went through a big breakup um, before uh, I think when he was writing the script mm-hmm. or during, you know, before the movie. And it definitely has to deal with relationships, uh, the consequences of your actions. And um, and also, like, it's it's just a... Um, oh, and then dealing with uh, tragedy, too, uh, specifically family tragedy. And so it was an interesting take on certain situations. Uh, reminded me a little bit of The Witch. Mm-hmm. Um but you missed the first ten minutes. But I, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I missed the first, uh, which could have been five minutes. It could have been two. It could have been fifteen. I sure. can't really tell because I didn't know if they had previews or not. Uh, but I, I went in at the tail end of the first scene, which is super haunting, um, and it kind of sets up what the tragedy. Chris she was went sitting through. in the wrong theater. I was in the wrong theater. <laughs> uh, it's funny because we have so yeah. many theater horror stories, but this one is mostly just well, your fault. I mean, there was confusion. There was like... confusion. And it was mainly my <laughs> fault, uh, but I showed up really early and uh, I didn't see anybody from the screening and it was a really small theater, which made sense. Mm-hmm. And then people behind me were talking about horror movies and uh, then I started thinking it was very odd that they had previews and in the previews they showed Midsommar and I'm like, Hmm. And so the guy left to me said, "Oh yeah, this." I asked him. I said, "Is this a screening for this?" And I think he said he thought I said like, "Oh, is this mid so far?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah." And then all of a sudden the titles start after all the previews, and then it's uh, directed by Toby Hooper, Hopper, Hooper, Hopper, whatever, whichever one. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is a classic showing of Texas Chainsaw Massacre." Yeah. So then I freaked out, went to the red theater. <laughs> I asked, luckily, whoever the guy was in front of me when I got to the correct theater, he was super nice, had a big, long beard, and totally hooked me up with all the details of what his just story, happened. Beard bros. His storytelling. Yeah. You know what? If he's listening, I want people to think, like, oh. <laughs> he had a the, big, I, long beard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we the make wise fun of beard. Chris because when he tells stories, are forever They're all long right. And... Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It was at a, I, I'm on the <laughs> edge of my seat, Chris. Oh, great. So <laughs> The guy with the big, long beard. The... <laughs> The so go see Midsomar. <laughs> Don't miss the first few minutes. Don't miss the first few minutes. And appreci- or, you know what? Go see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that too. Why not? Uh, the but the cinematography mm-hmm. and the score. Mm. The score is what sells the movie. The cinematography also sells it. They uh, they did some really cool long takes. So mm-hmm. uh, for I mean, I think that just brings or elevates the acting. And then also it's kind of like a nod to classic horror when they do like yeah. wider shots and let people go in and out of the screen probably because there's a million different characters in this as opposed to hereditary mm-hmm. when there's like five sure uh lots of similarities to hereditary in this as well um jordan Peele really liked it he called it a masterpiece it, i mean you know honestly i want to see it again uh the ending scene the ending shot with the music it's just like incredible i wanted to cheer at the end <laughs> because i just thought he did an amazing job ari aster is killing it mm-hmm. uh literally 
Uh, I think I just can't wait till to see what he comes up with next yeah. because I think that he is kind of on that same level uh, as Jordan Peele and sure. in the horror community. And so, plus, it's nice like when that sound. Oh, oh my, your beard! Like <laughs> I'm like yes. Yeah. Plus, it, it's exciting when you come out with a debut like Hereditary that's so great, mm-hmm. and then you like that their second movie doesn't disappoint or even like get out versus us. Like, I mean, get out is still a superior film, but sure. us is still really good. And then there's someone like David Robert Mitchell who did it followed, right. which I loved. And then under the silver Lake is a very divisive. Who, film. Uh, I'll shout out to Nathan. He's already watched <laughs> that a couple times. And I asked him, he's like, Oh, it's on Amazon prime now. And uh-huh. I go, Oh, so if I want to fall asleep, then now I know what to put on. Yeah. I did not. I mean, I only got through 15 uh-huh. minutes. It's a, it's a strange movie. Very strange. So there's our Nathan shout out of the week. Yes. So go see Midsommar uh, if you like horror movies or just good film in general. I think I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Comes out the same time as Spider-Man, though. That's a tough choice. It's not going to make very much money. We got a day off. You go see a twofer. What a double feature. I know. Go see Midsommar and then... Like for a refresher, palate cleanse. Yeah, yeah. and then go. I would Spider-Man. probably see Midsommar first. Yeah, that and way when you're on Spider-Man. edge, go see Spider Man, and yeah. you can laugh and yeah, you know, be happy. Justin, give us your review of Spider Man. Spider Man is friggin' fantastic, and that's all you need to know. Then that's the team, and that's it. Uh, that's it's it's text. it's really great. I think, especially coming after after Endgame, which is so like weighty and mm-hmm. emotional or webby or no. This one's Webby. <laughs> okay. Just stop. <laughs> uh, it's nice that this one, it's similar to how I felt when Infinity War came out last year and then Ant-Man and the Wasp came out after. So it was like a nice, like, cheer-up movie mm-hmm. after something being so emotional and intense and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really great. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal plays Mysterio, who, you know, in this movie is, like, helping, Spider-Man's helping him fight the elementals. Basically, Spider-Man goes on a vacation, and he's wanting to not do Spider-Man. He's wanting to take a break from it, but, you know, suddenly there's Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D., and they have him team up with Mysterio to fight Elementals, um, which, if you know Mysterio from the comics, is a bad guy, but, you know, not the case here. Here. But. And, like, they do kind of explain the snap thing. Like, I mean, don't explain it because we know what the snap is. But, yes. like, they explain it in the Spider-Verse, like, a little bit yeah. during the beginning. Which, so, if it, you see it, pay attention to, like, that first five minutes. Yeah, which at first... it goes quick. It does go pretty quick. But they do a good job of, like, setting up that the world... Like, we're no, they're not ignoring the fact that people showed up, mm-hmm. came back to existence for, after five years. Yeah, you know? like, because um, things had changed. Like, I think, I mean, right. I mean th- this is a little bit of a spoiler. We're not really, like, they talk about, you know, when you got snapped back to your... You get snapped back to the place where you snapped from. Right. So, like, if you were snapped from your apartment and you get snapped back five years later, somebody yeah. else could be living in your apartment. Exactly. Oh, so they... they- totally like explain yeah that. A little, like, like it's brief it's uh-huh. so yeah. brief and quick but yeah like you see or this like, like uh, whole like yeah i was snapped away from my apartment building when i yeah. snapped back like there was a family living there yeah and, like try That's like crazy get, but like so i still <laughs> i mean it would have been nice to s- see more of that because like what you get snapped back like what if your husband's remarried you yeah. know like yeah. stuff like the, there's like, like, like really crazy consequences to the snap which like 
isn't ever really like gone yeah. into mm-hmm. in depth in either movie. So sure. I don't know. They they do do a lot more kind of jokes towards it. Like yeah, that kid funny. may have been gone for five years, but he's actually sixteen. Yeah. And, or or like. You know, it's weird for us because there's this one kid who was like a you know little kid, and now he's like a handsome teenager. And mm-hmm. He's in our class or whatever. But so they they definitely explore that a little bit. Um, but yeah, hopefully the future movies kind of do. That I mean, a I don't more, see. I think this is it. Like, I mean, this is supposed to be like the the bridge between the phases. Yeah, like, yeah that's true. But you know, that's still a pretty big impact. But it's the movie's so much fun, and Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio is really great. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool like visual effects stuff that they do mm-hmm. that's a little bit different. Um, we get Sam Jackson again, which is really mm-hmm. fun. With uh, the correct eye patch. <laughs> yeah. On the correct eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it on different eyes? No, 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 no. There was like mar- was a marketing marketing yeah. club oh. where they sw- like oh, it's oh, like oh. two different images were mm-hmm. close to each other even and it was on different eyes. Apparently that he was didn't... not happy about that. Yeah, he called him out on Twitter which, or something. Oh boy. If you were that artist who did that, and got Sam and Jackson got on Sam you. Sam Jackson on the phone. Ooh, big yeah. deal! Your eye patch is on the wrong thing. Well, I think it's because they were like side they, by side. It was yeah. like the, they were like two separate images side by side. So like then, yeah. in the play, not like people put them side by side. Like it was, they were literally placed in this building side by side, and the eye patches were on different eyes, so it just mm. didn't make sense. But, um, but yeah, he's really great. Which this is his third Nick Fury role, and mm-hmm. like a major role. Even he's had big parts of. Well, I guess just Captain Marvel in this one. It was a cameo and. Uh, end game but still like a lot of Nick Fury okay I have to ask this question does he ever do anything huh? like does he actually fight because I remember no, in the original yeah. Avengers he like had a gun oh, and was well, fighting yeah, yeah. yeah he's not like fist fighting people well he did in Captain Marvel why but can't it was they give him Nick like Fury? a nice yeah. like little cameo to like a an actual brawl he does he has a brawl I mean, in Captain Marvel he does yeah okay I he, fights, ben, he fights Ben Mendelsohn yeah, that's true he does oh Ben Mendelsohn's in that yeah jeez but why'd see it for, just for that he's <laughs> more of a like I don't know mastermind character like that plans and mm. is yeah, in he, charge he, of the you know, agents yeah he, like, he put the team together he's yeah. like yeah he's like a boss like he doesn't he's like the emperor he's not an Avenger himself he's in charge of the Avengers yeah he's a shield agent yeah so he's like that one guy at the very beginning, or in the original Avengers, huh? who has his own TV show? What? I don't know the white older guy. I have no. In the idea very what beginning, he like about. had the suitcase in the Avengers movie. Robert, like what? I don't know what his name is. <laughs> oh no, Eric Selvig. Yes, the play by Stellan Skarsgård. Yes, no, Stellan Skarsgård is a scientist. Oh, Chris, just stop talking. I don't know what these <laughs> things are. Uh, no, yeah. He does stones, yeah, he, horcruxes. What so the heck? <laughs> no, he's yeah. Anyways, Spider Man's a lot of fun. I liked it too. I thought it it's was really, really fun. Great. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I'm excited. I to love see it again. Tom Holland. He's so Dang, great. Him and I'm a Jake Gyllenhaal fan now. Yeah, like you were never a Jake Gyllenhaal no, fan I before. Just, like, I didn't really care for him, and and not that like I didn't care for his acting, but like just as a per- I was just like whatever, take or leave him. But now like he's doing all his like press for the movie, and then Tom Holland's doing. It, and they're just so dang charming. The night at the Roxbury. You can't outfit. not yeah. like the guy. Yeah. Like he just seems like such a sweet person. Although I did watch one today where Tom Holland said he hadn't seen Michael Keaton's. Batman movie mm-hmm. and it's like how do you do a superhero movie with Michael Keaton and not go watch yeah. Batman yeah. what is wrong well, with these he's like 21 he's young but still my little brother is 21 and has seen those movies I, mean, that's I no don't excuse. know so Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man yeah by yeah. far he's great and like he's just he, he actually had a lot of range in this movie too mm-hmm. I feel like it wasn't just like dude can cry it was mm-hmm. yeah like he was 
you know, sad about Tony Stark's spoiler death. Yeah. Um, and they showed like some emotion there and, yeah. you know, like it was like his father figure had died yeah. and like, I like that, that it affected him and it affected him deeply. And like, that was part of the movie. It was like mm-hmm. a big part of the movie. So, but there's also like some really funny like scenes in it. Yeah. So. Well, there's a, I enjoyed a, the heck out of it. A lot of the movie is also about him having a crush on MJ and just mm-hmm. wanting to use this mm-hmm. time to like talk to her, but because he's an awkward teenager, yeah. you know, he has a lot of trouble and they really play into that really well. Like, you know, they are really acting like awkward teenagers. Mm-hmm. So when they're together they're it's awkward as opposed to like, you know, now we're smooth and cool. Right. Like you see, you know, it's, it's, they do a really good job. Uh, so you like this both, you both like this better than uh, homecoming. I did. Uh, I yeah, I would have yeah. to see it again to be sure because I've seen Homecoming quite a few times. Mm-hmm. But um, I, yeah, probably there's I just mean, a lot more going Chris, on. Chris, you really should watch these. Mo- like, I, I, you I might know like you them, don't yeah. like. Liked. I mean, I watched uh, all the Tobey Maguire ones, <laughs> but they weren't uh, good. Like then, these, I mean, oh, like oh, I didn't mean oh, just like the Avengers. Excuse movies. me, guys. Like, <laughs> Spider Man and Spider Man Two are great. No, they're not. Mm, yes, they. I are. don't like the second one. Spider Man Two. That's like notorious for being a superb sequel to a movie like it's in there with like x-men 2 and dark Knight oh boy like, x-men 2 it is like for being superior to the first one like it's it's i just well, think i feel like if you watched all the avengers movies you, like you would actually like them i mean i yeah. like uh i actually like the andrew the first andrew garfield uh one not uh, the one with uh jamie fox in it though uh, that one was dumb uh, i have a lot i still like it i have a lot of problems with it it takes him like an hour to even get in the spidey suit I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like Tom is, Holland. Is it the guy, yeah. the white guy with the briefcase? <laughs> no, these the people are. A lot, of white, <laughs> a lot of white dudes with briefcases. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't what know who I was talking about. Talking? The one white guy out. with the briefcase. I did figure I it out. Well, after I, you said this one guy, Skarsgård, and I go, I sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no idea. He, he's the guy in crazy. Uh, oh, gosh. 500 Days of Summer, the boss. That's oh, the actor. Oh, Greg. No, he's an agent of Shield. Yeah. Okay, so I was completely wrong. He's not a scientist. No. Okay. Still Whoever a, that guy is, Clark Gregg. Yes. And what I was getting at was the Agents of Shield show. I said uh. he has his own show. Oh my god. <laughs> that was like a okay. weird, loopy way to get yeah. get to something that didn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. What? What's next, Sarah? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, this week Stranger Things is coming out. Yeah. Actually, it'll be out. It'll be out as you listen to this. As you listen to this podcast, recently reviews are great. People yes. are saying that's kind of gory, um, but also like the best of the Stranger I heard Things it. series. They're, they're so. comparing it to the, the Thing and uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers yes. a little bit. Cool. Which is I love the Thing. Yeah, me too. I'm just like really excited that this is a series. Like it's really see, like based on reviews, and I'm sure like we're all going to be binging it. Um, but. Um, I like that the series is like ramping up, like mm-hmm. you know, like it's 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 consistently gotten better from season one, two, and three. But not all shows do that, like, mm-hmm. and some shows, like honestly, have just worn out their welcome. But like Justin, you're watching Handmaid's Tale and uh-huh. you're on season three and you're giving up. Uh, yeah. So funny thing, <laughs> uh, I watched episode six with Casey last night because like I, I wanted to watch something else. She was like, "Oh, let's watch Handmaid's," and I was like, "Okay, fine. I don't want to get up from the couch and move rooms." But and it kind of hooked me back in. <laughs> So like, we went on this whole this. thing about how I was going to give up on it. And then episode six sort of reeled me back in. There's a lot that I'm annoyed about, but there's like... Like there, you were ready to stop watching oh, I was, oh, I was he done. Was done. Yeah. I was done. And I even told Casey, I was like, you can watch it without me. And then you can just tell me like if something cool is going on and if it's worth, I'll watch the last couple episodes or something. But 
Um, I still, I still am really annoyed with a character choice, and I think that they try in episode six to make it strong. It's similar to how we all had mixed feelings about mm-hmm. the ending of season two, but then like they're they're trying to defend what she did or whatever, and it's hard to get past that. That's sort of how I feel with. You know, I, obviously, I don't want to spoil it for you guys because you haven't watched it. But they do. They there's like a character choice that I really don't like, and then in episode six, they do try to kind of bring it back in and explain like this is why she's doing it, whatever. But like, I just didn't. I just didn't like mm-hmm. it, and I still don't really have a lot of interest in what Elizabeth Moss's character is doing. It's I'm a lot more interested in Serena, and uh, well, not anymore. But and then, but I'm interested in Alexis Bledel, but mm-hmm. we're not getting a lot of that stuff. Um, but this episode, there was a sort of revelation in this episode that sort of, sort of reeled me back in a little. So I'm more curious, but I was watching, I can still, I can still fix this. I was watching (laughs) too old to die young and I'm only six episodes in and I don't even think I'm going to bother finishing it. And part of that is because Nathan, Hey, Nathan, another shout out. He did finish it and says it doesn't even get better. It kind of gets worse or whatever. So like, I just don't think I'm going to bother. And Miles Teller's in it. Well, yeah, and he's fine in it. His character's gross, but like. You know, he's fine in it. But, like, I just don't think I'm going to finish it. It's like, Mm. why would I... I can't bring myself to spend four or five more hours, even though I've already spent six hours (laughs) on it. I can't, you know, bring myself to finish it and spend the time on it. There's other shows... Like, Stranger Things is about to come out. That's obviously going to take up my time. There's movies I want to watch. I'm just not going to... Finish him. So, we're just going to talk about um, shows that we've given up on. Shows that we were watching and we're either not finishing or just shows that we got bored with and... So, even though I... Stopped. Even though I you know went back on the whole handmaid's tale thing so you're going to watch next week then probably okay well he's back on handmaid's tale yes i haven't started it and i don't know that i'm going to so i mean it well the just it's, doesn't seem worth yeah, it to me no. no it's the problem that i have is like in the first five episodes especially that could have been done in like two like they're really yeah. stretching sure. this stretching. and there's like very little progress going on and that really mm. bothers me but 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 with this last episode, more stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, Christopher Maloney was in this episode. Mm-hmm. I love him. So that was a nice, you know. Well, Handmaid's per- Tale may be on my list of things that I don't finish. I saw yeah. season one and two. Just I kind of started losing interest yeah. on season two. So I don't know that I'll even start season three. So I, th- I don't know that I'm going to make well, it. Season just- two was one that it, it, from the opening scene, I mean, very powerful, powerful episode. The first uh-huh. episode of season two, but then I think it dragged. See, I thought it was fine until the ending, we, which we've talked about before, mm-hmm. having mixed feelings about, but. Um, you can just read the summaries. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Just uh, it's yeah. gonna kind of depend on like the my lull in television. You know, yeah, like sure. if I'm trying to strike, and I'll just be like, oh, what the heck? I'll I'll finish it. But right, like Orange Is the New Black is doing their final um their yeah. final season. I the trailer Bunch looked okay. Like, but I stopped. Like, I stopped yeah. watching that. Like, t- I didn't watch last season at all. Yeah. So I'm. I, I don't know that I'll go back. Four. Yeah, I, I watched the first three. I just kind of lost interest in it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't. I doubt I'll go back and watch. Well, I think the season finale or the series finale or the last. I think part of, of the season. problem with some of these shows, specifically the two that we're talking about, is that people want to see progress and things changing. Mm-hmm. My biggest beef was with Orange and the New Black. Is okay, like. They're like, oh, trying to get out. And then, oh, this one person's getting out. Oh, no, no, they can keep them in. And they're really going to have a whole show where they're just in prison. But then 
like act like oh like someone's gonna get out now and then they yeah. don't and then it's the same kind of thing with handmaids it's like oh are they gonna get out no they're not oh this happens oh they're still not like how are you supposed to do a whole series yeah and just like wine by just like letting like, them go and then having new characters right, come in. they right. don't yeah. do that they exactly. want to keep their old characters and then it's just like your their storyline just becomes a circle over and over again yeah. and yeah it gets boring and old so yeah right. certain shows that's why like and and i never finished breaking bad but this not because i didn't like it just because of my own whatever laziness mm. or that should be your priority. Yeah, that's I know, but but I, but I like to use it as an example of a show that ended with season five and is like known to be good throughout, as opposed right. to like having a mm. slow, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to stretch it and then be bad. Yeah, a show like Orange Is the New Black should not have lasted more than a few, no. se- you know, a few seasons. Right. That's too. It's too. It's too small a story to stretch into mm-hmm. that thing. And it, I mean, at least with Handmaid's Tale, there is a whole world out there that they could explore and mm-hmm. help stretch it, but they're not. I mean, okay, a little bit, but like, uh, but not enough, I guess. And I that's, think, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say that's kind of like how I'm starting to feel about like Big Little Lies. Like, I'm hoping that they don't end the season like with another like thing. Mm-hmm. So they come back for a season three because like, oh, right. I think two is fine. Like, yeah, we're good. Like, well, there. What the, else are we gonna do to these women? Mm-hmm. Well, there was lives? only one book, so the, the whole right. season two is an yeah. original. And I'm, thing. I'm some of those like well, there was like I think they've done four, four that I've seen now, or are they on three? I can't remember, but there was one, definitely one episode, maybe two that I felt were kind of slow. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're gonna finish out this season, but I feel like those women like super enjoy working with each other so much that they're gonna try to find a way to yeah. do another season. But I don't, yeah, I don't know what else. What are going to do with them? I think of The Handmaid's Tale. I think that you had brought up this maybe. I think it totally would have worked better if even at like in the middle of season two or the beginning of season two, the way it ends, you leave her, Elizabeth Moss's character kind of like out mm-hmm. primarily. You focus on another community. And then maybe you bring these characters yeah. back sure. for like, oh, they – and then that would be a cool like in the middle of the season. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. Like she's still here. Right. And then like they can – but it yeah, I feel like I haven't seen the third season yet, mm-hmm. any episodes. But I feel like it just feels There's like other you're going to be in tired that world. of yeah. just seeing yeah. the same – because mm-hmm. I got tired with her story – during the middle and that's why i stop a lot of shows is i just get drained because it's like right i don't yeah. want to be handmaids is a, is a show that would be hard it's like to fatigue because it's yeah exactly and it's just like it's so heavy that yeah I'm like if i don't get like something like oh somebody actually is gonna like get out then i'm like this is dumb yeah like, yeah i can't handle so this. that's why i kind of stopped watching walking dead is my other show that i yeah, quit same. um but i got through like seven seasons of that which is like <laughs> I didn't even make a it that lot mm-hmm. i think i feel like it was seven um but you just get fatigued after a while. It's just yeah. like, what? I mean, mm-hmm. after a while, they're just doing the same thing over and over again. And I will say that show did a good job of, like, letting characters die off naturally. Not naturally, but zombie, <laughs> by zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, how they should have. They should have died. Like, mm-hmm. um, they weren't fearful of ca- killing off main characters and then bringing in new ones. But, like, yeah, the story just starts to feel old. Like, yeah. when they're not, like, curing anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're just meeting one new bad guy each season that's, like, the same old crap. So, yeah. like, it just didn't feel new after a while. So, I, yeah, I stopped watching that. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't look back. I stopped it because there there was a, that last... So, I think it was season five was a really rough season anyways because they did a lot of weird things. Like, they toyed with Glenn's death or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it was almost like they were doing a Game of thrones thing but didn't work like a and, fake out mm-hmm. yeah. but we all knew he was still alive we all knew he was yeah. still alive and then they ended with that really terrible cliffhanger and i like obviously tv shows do cliffhangers all the time but this one was a really strange like 
it was a really strange cliffhanger and mm-hmm. it really annoyed me. And so I watched the premiere of the next season to see who, what characters died. And then I was like, okay, good. That's I'm satisfied. Uh, I don't need to watch mm-hmm. it anymore. And then, it, and then I really didn't care anymore about the show. I, I like never shows back. that try, they try to do something different and then they're like, okay, that didn't work. So let's go back to the, what worked. And so like Friday night lights every season, I think there's five seasons is so great. The second season takes a weird turn. They're all, I think I was going to post on social media that like, they're all like 95, 100, 100, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the second season has like an 80 or a 92. Did you quit that show? No. Which one? My, Sorry. My point is Friday Night Lights. Oh. My point is that I like when shows, they take what didn't work. Like in the second season, they decided to focus on this like murder that Jesse Plemons was surrounded by. And uh-huh. he, it was a kind of an accident thing. But then they like focus on that's his storyline in a football show is like a murder. <laughs> and then and even Nathan again, Nathan, Nathan and I talked about that, too, how it's just that was really bizarre. But mm-hmm. then the third season gets way better, fourth, fifth, and it just ends on such a high note. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like, yes, it's really hard for a show to be consistently amazing. Yeah. But almost like take what for them to take what didn't work fix it mm-hmm. and then like in handmaids i would have thought like okay what maybe didn't work in the second season maybe they would fix it for the third sure but i don't know uh that's what i i'm that's why i really enjoy like uh the limited series shows or like anthology shows mm-hmm. where each season is a different story so like fargo yeah you know say fargo too where yeah. and yeah. I, they're a lot less lim- uh, or they're more limited but it works in their favor because mm-hmm. they're not trying to stretch a story to several yeah. seasons. But, and I think but that's it's all tied together. Right. Which is well, nice. yeah. Like American but, Horror Story is trying too hard, I think, to weave all these stories into right. one another. And, but they're at least able to do something fresh every season, yeah. and that's exciting. But a lot of these shows, they stretch them out so far mm-hmm. that you just, yeah, you just get tired of it. Or show on the opposite end, shows that were so amazing that they haven't came back. Like, do you remember, did you ever watch The Night Of? No, on HBO, I did not. Oh right, but, but that's exactly. But that was meant to just be one season. It was season, so, so good, and then but they ended mm-hmm. it to where it could go into a second one. Oh. And then there's been rumors for years that oh mm-hmm. they're going to do another one, and they never did. Which oh, I just I'm in the please just leave it alone thing. Like yeah. I know I didn't watch it, but it, it, let's not risk yeah. tarnishing it or whatever. That's but, true. That's like you don't uh, want to risk diminishing the product. This is older, but Heroes. I was really oh, yeah. into the first season, and then the second season was a little weaker and then the third season I didn't even finish. So that was another show that mm-hmm. I gave up because it was like, man, the show came out of nowhere or whatever. And it was like original and great. And then it was like, Oh, what are they doing? And then you keep feeling like, and then there was like a, there was like a surge of like it getting better. Mm-hmm. And then, but then it got bad again. And then, so that was one, I haven't seen the final season of that show. And then they brought it back mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, but that was apparently even worse. But I, Sometimes, like, because nowadays there's so much stuff, and I think that's why it's easy for me to give up something like Handmaid's Tale mm-hmm. if I was, if I was, was going to give up or Too Old to Die Young. It's like there's so much stuff out there that our time is so limited. So yeah. it's like if this show can't keep me mm-hmm. into it. I mean, even though, of course, I obviously I do feel like I've wasted time then by watching the other stuff. But the first, I did enjoy the first season especially of Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. So doesn't feel that wasteful, I guess, but... I Modern know. Family, for me, I don't really watch it anymore. I the know, first I two really seasons were so See, original and so great. Sure, but. and Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really into Big Bang Theory for the first several seasons and then just lost interest because yeah. it was like... It felt more like we're laughing because they're nerds and not because mm-hmm. of whatever. And 
didn't and it felt more tropey and whatever. So mm-hmm. Sitcoms, I think, risk that a lot. A lot of sitcoms are like that, where I just don't bother finishing it, or yeah. you know, or they just start getting bad toward the end. I mean, I gave up on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this season. You know, I don't give up on Housewives, but it was the Why same. Why did story you give line. up on them? Because the storyline at the very beginning, the first episode, I I don't know, there's probably mm-hmm. like 15 episodes or something like that, and Lisa Vanderpump, she had uh, given one, she has this uh, like animal shelter as well as mm-hmm. her business and pump dogs or something like mm-hmm. that. I can't remember. So she, uh, one of her friends bought this uh, or adopted this dog. Let's make this a quick story, yes. Chris. The dog then <laughs> ended up in like on the streets. And I guess this this whole thing that, like, her friend supposedly gave away this dog to a loving family. And then that loving family, like, threw the dog out in the street. So then there was this whole tension between Mm -hmm. Lisa Vanderpump and this woman. And that lasted, like, eight episodes. And then we just had on the TV. They had, like, a new episode on. And we weren't really paying attention. They were still talking about this thing. Mm -hmm. The whole storyline was just about this one thing. And I love dogs more than (laughs) anyone, I swear. But... Yet, like, they're still talking about this one tiny little bit of information. And I'm like, uh, no. So after four or five episodes, this is the one with Denise Richards in. Um, really? Yeah. And she's – I love her in the show. But I'm really? like, I can't watch it anymore. Yeah. I mean, aren't all of those shows, folk, like, one fight, like, they talk no, about they're forever usually, I mean, they may have, like, ten- like, tension between friendships that, you know, of, of things that have happened. But it's never been just, like, one thing. It's always, like, in the New York Housewives, like, somebody is just has, like, has turned into, like, this little, like, oh, I'm everything. Like, I'm the coolest <laughs> ever. But then that's not, like, throughout the whole show. It's not, like, you just know that that's her personality. Mm. Can we do a whole a whole episode oh, of how man. uninterested I am in this I show? Know. You guys look I like can't. you're falling asleep. <sighs> wow! I know my credibility now is just like right. <laughs> I'm just really kidding. good. You're fine. Your midsummer review was good. Thank you. Yeah, good job. Thanks. You like, you like good all. stuff sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Although okay. you can't figure out what I like hey, and what I don't like, we, we do love you. No, it's it's yeah, so hard to nail down. Yeah, it is. It's so. Besides, I mean, yeah, it's really hard to nail down That's your okay. taste. It's a yeah. He he does. He likes everything. I mean, I don't like you guys. I was so. complimenting you a second ago. <laughs> I think we were trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. does anybody have a scream it or screen it? Oh yeah, I do. Uh, there is a five-minute animated pilot. Oh, yes. <laughs> which is Tommy Wiseau and Gre- Greg Sestero, and it is hilarious. I didn't think I would like it. I know. I was like, oh, this is going to be so stupid. And it is stupid, but it's actually kind of funny. And so I very much recommend spending five and a half minutes to watch this animated uh, cartoon. He's like a bounty hunter, or not a bounty hunter, sorry. He's like a very Han Solo-y type mm-hmm. of character, but but it's Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's stupid. It's really stupid and bad, hi, Mark. but kind of fun. Yeah, I wish he would have said hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark, or something in there, but mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's it's pretty funny. Okay, Chris. Uh, screen it. Stranger Things, of course. Sure. I mean, I'm sure it'll be great. We'll, we'll all be doing it. that. I had a screen it, but I forgot what it was. So that's okay. Um, I didn't really prepare. I don't. Yeah. I saw I rewatched What About Bob this last week. Oh, I love what about my Bob. That movie's gosh. still really funny, by the way. I love What About Bob. Uh, I, re- I rewatched it a few months ago. Just uh, everybody go... Yeah, rewatch that. <laughs> that I was, is what I was still laughing out loud at that movie. I so growing up, that was like one of my parents' all-time favorite movies, and so I grew up watching that. And 
I just as a as a small gift to my dad for helping him with our house. Mm-hmm. Um, it just came in the mail yesterday uh, from the Shivery uh, hmm. or Shivery dot com. It's like a Bill Murray T shirt line, hmm. and uh, it's uh, the What About Bob? So it's Bill Murray in the um, oh the life jacket mm-hmm. or the life vest, and he has Gil the fish <laughs> on him. And so our great. family, so my dad's name is Bob, and then our family fish growing up was Gil mm-hmm. That's because awesome. of what about Bob? That's amazing. I, I don't want to sound like I'm plugging Barnes and Noble, but their Criterion collection is fifty percent off, and I bought City Lights and a Face in the Crowd. I'd never seen a Face mm-hmm. in the Crowd before, and it's fantastic. So nice. there's a movie from the 1950s starring Andy Griffith that you can go <laughs> <laughs> buy for fifty percent off at Barnes and Noble, nice. and it's pretty great. Cool. Was it actually a good price? Because sometimes their fifty percent off isn't. Well, great. for Criterion, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's normally they were normally forty bucks, and you know. That's how I got Fish Tank. Is it? Was it was like still like twenty five bucks, but you know, sure. it was half off. It was hard to narrow down. I let Sadie. I was. I had to narrow down to four choices, and I let Sadie pick two for me. <laughs> <laughs> All nice. right, guys. Well, that's it. <laughs> All right. Bye bye.